huh. And I missed it. I missed mm. I missed my calling as a jacked chick. Uh, but to start us out, Dave, while you were gone, the news kept happening. Things kept occurring. And Dave, we have steroids in the news. Da, 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 da. It's there. They got the music. So to start us out, um, this was brought to our attention by uh, a couple of our listeners, actually. Um lawsuit alleges that a teen boy in Los Angeles County Juvenile has been given female hormones. So the story is, is that this teenage boy alleges he was given female hormone estrogen after he was diagnosed with oppositional defiant disorder while in custody at the L.A. County Juvenile Hall last summer. The fuck is oppositional defiant disorder? I imagine I probably could have been diagnosed with that at one point in my life when I was about 16, 17 years old. Isn't, isn't that just stroppy teenager? Yeah, let's see here. I want to I wanna know. I'm going to actually look it up because I'm curious now to see exactly what this is. Um, this sounds like a made-up name for bullshit to me. I think so. I think so. Okay, so here we go. Oh, this is an ad. It looks like it may be related. Oh, okay, they actually have like treatment for it. A disordered, a disorder in uh, in a child marked by defiant and disobedient behavior to authority figures. The cause. I have a treatment for that. <laughs> That's your treatment for that. The cause of oppositional defiant disorder is unknown, but likely involves a combination of genetic and environmental Shit, factors. <laughs> Symptoms generally begin uh, before a child is eight years old. They include irritable mood, argumentative and defiant behavior, aggression and vindictiveness uh, that last more than six months or cause significant problems in the home or school. Treatment involves individual and family therapy. Okay, let me say that last part again. Treatment involves individual and family therapy. Who now? I guess from what I understand, this kid was never truly like diagnosed by a psychiatrist. Who gave him? Who decided? Who decided to give this kid estrogen as a treatment? So, so effectively, obviously, depending on dose, what they I mean, I can understand the logic behind it is more female hormone, less male hormone, therefore, you should be less aggressive. Yeah would be the, 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 the basic format. But effectively what they've done is giving gender reassignment. Yeah. Dose. Yeah. Yeah. He, su- he suffered whole, side effects too. He, I, I, I can understand that there will be people that genuinely have behavioral disorders, but what you've described is basically a young child yeah. going through that stage of stroppiness and that I just going to say no and I want to make my own decisions and I want to be my own person and a parent just not being in general there will be people that genuinely have problems in this area but in general just don't have a good disciplinary factor within their house I'm not on about being violent yeah I know I did do the slapping thing earlier but just the fact that you know you don't make your kids accountable for the behavior yeah yeah uh, I mean, to me, that that's similar to ADHD. In, not in a sense, I mean, ADHD, I know before everyone starts, well, I've got ADHD and it's this, I know. I'm not saying that. What I mean is 
what they're describing as symptoms is what a lot of people would associate as, some, as somebody having ADHD. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I can see that too. So the kid got gyno. That was one thing. He was prescribed estrogen uh, to treat behavioral health issues. Um, I guess that uh, he suffered pain. He uh, got uh, uh, gynecomastia. He he noticed it. His family noticed it during visitation. Uh, the other kids he, noticed it. They, they fucked this kid up royally. If he didn't have problems before, he sure does hey, now. If he took enough estrogen, he might have got fucked properly. Because he'd have been a lady. <laughs> oh, um, Dave. Oh, Dave. Dave, Dave, Dave. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's in. It's in. Too late. I'll put like a drum roll um, thing to it. You suck. But, I mean, surely, because the endocrine system is sensitive not just to elevated testosterone, but it's also sensitive to elevated estrogen. Yeah. So have they actually made this kid infertile? Have they shut down his endocrine system completely? Is he now TRT dependent? Yeah. How long has he been on this shit? Well, apparently it was a long time. A year. So he could, there's potential there that he may not recover. Oh, God, no. And he's going to need surgery. They said that once he came home, they said he is not the same, that he's suffering with severe depression. Uh, not to mention... Day. Yeah, yeah. They messed him up, man. How How logically do you think that hormone manipulation is treatment for a behavioral disorder that is probably deep-rooted in psychology. Right, right. Uh, I mean, does it, is there any testing? Was there any testing? Did, did he have abnormally high levels of testosterone or anything of that nature? They, they did say that he had higher levels of testosterone. But they don't define what higher was. No, yeah. And th that's not in this article either. I read that somewhere else. I don't remember them ever like testing my testosterone when I had behavioral issues when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Like this was, and this oh, was I've... not a psychiatrist that, that conducted this. If I had behavioral issues as I was a kid, I just got slapped. Yeah, right. It says, uh, so the boy was taken. Okay. The parents allege that uh, it was only then uh, that they, okay, so that when he got side effects, uh, they were informed that their son had been taken off the medication. They said he was accidentally, after that, then they, they said he was accidentally given estrogen later. And he's in prison. Yeah. Yeah. Juvenile detention, prison, uh, same deal. He was there for a yeah. year. So I would suspect that if it's anything like a UK, drug management and drug protocols and drug dispensary is incredibly strict. Yeah. Yeah. So how the fuck do you accidentally give somebody estrogen for a year? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you were just the... In the UK, the, the, the health services within prison is actually part of the NHS, so it's independent to the prison. He was threatened with severe consequences if he refused to take the medication. Didn't anyone start, stop to think? I guess not, dude. I guess fucking ah, not. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I mean, he may have been a grade A twat for all we know. I mean, I'm sure he, he was, right dude. <laughs> I'm sure he but, was. Listen, I know 15-year-old kids, you know. But still. But still. Yeah. That's a potentially lifelong punishment they've created for that guy. They don't even know, dude. They don't even know what they've done, I think. You know? 
That's a shame, man. Ooh. That's a shame. It irritates me just to think about that, you know? It, it, it's the, the, the other thing is, the scary element of that is, is this something that's... Is this a one-off? Is this a freak incident? Or is this something that indicates a general thought process? No kidding. To effectively castrate aggressive people hormonally? Yeah. Yeah. Lars How Daniel. Lars Daniel, by the way, is one of the guys who sent it to us. So thank you, Lars. I think they said he was 15. So, I mean, he is really still a kid. I mean, he is really still at a point where he's doing dumb fuck shit that he might in four years time think, God, I was a fucking asshole back then. Yeah. 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 It's it, not like he's in his 20s where you start to expect them to realize their behavior is not acceptable. Yeah. And listen, dude, I mean, I'm going to tell you just straight up, man. When I was about 16 years old, I was a bad kid. Like I was a, I was a really bad kid. You know, I was getting in trouble, skipping school, smoking, using drugs, selling drugs, fighting. Like I was a bad kid and I didn't have oppositional. I don't see you as a, I don't see you as a fighter. Yeah, it wasn't a pretty time, you know, but I, you know, I, I made a lot of changes in my life later. Um, but at that time, man, I was a bad kid. And listen, if you were to have if you were to have called me this, if you said I had oppositional defiant disorder, you were to give me those drugs, I would not be the same person I am today. Yeah, I was a bad kid, but I got through it. I learned from it and I was punished. You know, like I like I mean, I went through a lot of shit to get where I am. today. No. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't be where you are today because we'll be calling you Shirley. <laughs> Maybe I'd be like a female bodybuilder, you know? It'd be Shirley McNally, yeah. yeah. I might have like one up, you know? Be like a big jacked chick. Like really jacked chick, you know? Maybe that's what's your destiny in life, to be a jacked chick. Have you ever thought of that? Huh. And I missed it. I mm. missed I missed my calling as a jacked chick. Huh. I'm learning so much on this program. I thought well, I was here to help. Well, you can't grow a beard, so we know that much. So that, that would be talking you about? Maybe you should. What are you talking about? I can't grow a beard. He can't grow a beard, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is why it takes fucking earphones now. Hey, what's going on, guys? Scott McNally here. I'm going to jump in with a quick break, and then we will get right back to the show. By the way, guys, if you're listening to this on iTunes, do me a favor and leave us a five-star review. All that stuff will help to uh, boost us up so that other people can find our programming. All right, guys, we're going to take just a brief pause to shout out truenutrition.com. I've been using them for years now, years long before they sponsored our programming. And so has Skip and so has Scott Stevenson and so has Dusty Hanshaw. In fact, those guys knew the owner, Dante Trudell, for years now, since back before he even had True Nutrition. He's the creator of DC Training, which we talk about all the time, and he's also the creator of True Nutrition. He developed this company so that he could offer bodybuilders high-quality supplements with no flashy marketing, no gimmicks, none of the stuff that would boost the pricing up. This way, he could sell products for next to wholesale pricing and make sure that he kept them as high-quality as possible. I back everything sold by truenutrition.com. You can get everything you need from all your protein powders to plant-based protein powders to whole food vitamins and fish oil to performance supplements like your NO products like citrus 
alanine, malate, and beta alanine. Anything you could possibly think of, you can get there at True Nutrition. And if you use our code ADVICES, that will let them know that you support our programming. And in turn, they'll continue to support what we are doing. So once again, that's truenutrition.com. And our code ADVICES supports our podcasts, plus it'll get you a discount. I also want to shout out getazoth.com. That's A-Z-O-T-H. Azoth is on the cutting edge of brain supplements. Increasing focus and attention, live in the zone. Cognition and memory to process faster and think deeper. Improves mood, controls stress, plus energy and motivation. Start strong and finish stronger. Whatever you're investing your time in, the idea of nootropics is to get more out of it, to get more accomplished and to be more effective at what you're doing. I use nootropics to help boost my cognitive abilities while I'm podcasting, adjusting diets, and dialing people in on their contest preps. Azoth 2.0 is great for performance enhancement at my desk, but it's also great for performance enhancement in the gym. Check them out. You can go to getazoth.com. You can go to the Amazon link. Both of those are in our show notes. And we also have a code. Advices10 will get you 10% off at either of those sites. That's A-Z-O-T-H. Thank you guys for listening to our ads. Thank you for supporting us by shopping with our sponsors and using our codes. And if you have any questions, reach out to me at Scott McNally one on Instagram or hit me up at the advices radio group on Facebook. All right. Uh, let's move on then before we, uh, we go down this road any further. Cause I have another story. Um, and this is a case of a, an athlete, a very, no, this is an Olympic silver medalist. <laughs> race walker dave sorry i've just i've got the picture of that hip wiggle in my head now i can't get it out (laughs) hey race walking is not a joke okay no um it's i'm not disputing that there is a definitely a level of athletic prowess to to compete in that sport yeah I just think they have half their lower spine removed and replaced by a pendulum or something because i just don't understand that hip thing that goes on and this there's this there's that you gotta do that and and the thing is and i'm i'm far from knowledgeable on this yeah but i would have thought that the over-exaggerated hip swinging and the over-exaggerated arm swings would actually expend more energy and make them less efficient well from what i've heard victoria and i discussed this one time she said that why? I don't know. I can't remember why. Because when you're in a relationship, because when you're in a relationship and you're in quarantine, you talk about which shit. Yeah, you, you end up talking about everything, you know. And we we're talking about the difference between race walking and running, and that it's actually more stress on your body in some ways because you're trying to not run. You're trying to do everything but run, and your body wants to run. It looks uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And so at what point does it become running? What's the the rule about what's a walk and what's a run? Then I can't tell you, but I can tell you at one point you get in trouble for doping. (laughs) And that's what this story is about. So it turns out that uh, even race walking is not free of drugs, Dave. Uh, Though uh, Maria Guadalupe Gonzalez who is from Mexico, uh, she says that she's appealed against her four-year ban. Uh, she faces charges on Tuesday um, 
let's see, of using false evidence. So I'm not sure what that false evidence is. Let's see if we can get a little bit further into this. Uh, Gonzalez blamed her positive test on the anabolic steroid Trenbolone. Uh, it was in contaminated meat from tacos. Steroids are used in cattle farming in her native Mexico. In a written right. statement. I, I, yeah? Go on. Oh, is it, it says uh, in, a, in a written state from a statement from her original disciplinary hearing, she cited false details of the meat she had eaten. Athletes who prove they had ingested doping, uh, a, a doping product can avoid a ban. So she may have actually it sounds like she actually was lying about what she did. And I don't know how that works, but they're saying her the, 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 the situation around her trend positive was a lie. So I want to know where she gets her tacos from. Yeah, no kidding. Me too. Because how much, how much fucking meat is in those tacos to bother to transfer enough trend to fail a piss test? And I wonder how much and test how, I need to take often, to keep my how, levels. How often was she eating tacos to get to that level? Yeah, I feel like if you're an Olympic race walker, you better be on a stricter diet than tacos. I Yes. It, it smells like most definitely bullshit. It's definitely not a sport I would have thought would ha I could see it being a sport for painkiller abuse. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't be you know, when when people say Olympic sports and doping, definitely walking is not one that jumps to mind and not tren either. No, no. I could even see low dose MPP or DECA because of joint impact and, and obviously that weird hip wiggle that's gonna knock your spine. Um but I just don't see trend. I could see anything you would use for running to be beneficial. Like, yeah. uh, I know that the, a lot of them, they like Winstrel, or I, I could imagine Anivar would be even a better choice, you know? But, mm -hmm. yeah, trend doesn't strike me. So, in a way, I could almost believe her then because of that. Like, why would she take trend? But why would you have... But the method of administration is just... I mean... If that's the case, then I am moving to Mexico and I am starting a diet of tacos. This does happen, though, doesn't it? Didn't you defend a guy or talk to a guy? No, I never defended a guy. There, 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 there is evidence of metabolites passing okay. through the food chain, yes. Right. We, we've discussed uh, I mean, that before. Be, yeah. To be fair, what we'd need is actually your results. But... I can't see, I just really can't see a test failure from an ingested taco. Yeah. It, it's even with the best steak in the world in that taco, there's not going to be a huge amount. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I guess I feel like a street taco, you only get a couple ounces of meat. If Maybe, that. Yeah. Huh. I just, uh, uh, nah, well, you know what they say, if it smells like shit and looks like shit, nine times out of ten, it's shit. Yeah, yeah. It, I, and I, I, I find this a bit dodgy. I really do. Um, I, 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 very obviously, the motivations behind using doping to perform in a sport are very obvious and very easy to understand. You know, you want to be the best at what you do. Yeah. That's why you do it. That's why you do it in the first place. So I can understand that. Okay. Um, huh. 
So she, it, it says this, it says, uh, here's, here's the big deal. So the actual initial ban happened two years ago, but now they figured out that she actually lied because she tried to say they banned her two years ago. She tried to say, Hey, it was the taco meat. And now they caught her in a lie. Two years later, it says that this may lead to extended, uh, uh extended violations and extended banning. Uh, so Gonzalez expressly accepts that she lied and presented and relied upon fabricated documents in an apology to the CAS panel, the, uh, the appeal ruled. Huh. Ah, so I'm reading into that that she's basically now admitted that yes. she did take train and it wasn't from tacos yeah. and the, the presentation of maybe testing on this meat was false. Yeah, so this is another article I just pulled up. I'm looking at ESPN now. The AIU, so, which prosecutes uh, cases in track and field, uh, said it now charged the athlete with a second violation of tampering. This will lead to a further shutdown for her. Yeah. Why would why? They, I've never understood this, uh, and I've seen this in all walks of life. I've never understood when you fuck up or you bend the rules or you do something wrong and you get caught, why you continue to lie and make a fuss about it. Yeah, she probably thought she could get away if she maybe she thought she because we've seen so many other stories where people are like, oh, it was the tacos. And they're like, oh, OK. Oh, it was my boyfriend's jizz. Oh, OK. You know, I just I just don't get why, you know, you see it all the time. You caught the evidence shows that you were wrong or you were lying. Yeah, I know a supplement company that that produces really dodgy supplements, but they've made a big song and dance about other companies. And it's like, well. You're far from squeaky clean yourself. Can you say the name of that Wouldn't company? You? No. Can you tell us? I can tell you privately. I can't tell you publicly. Can you, okay, we're, I'm, I'm gonna, okay, we're off the air now, Dave. I, I hit like no, a, we're not. a pause. I hit a pause button or something, so we're off the no, air. No, you didn't. No, tell, you me didn't. The, tell me the well, name. You hit a pause button or something. Yeah. But why would you when, you, when when you know your own business is corrupt as fuck, yeah. why would you then stir shit with other companies? It doesn't make sense because you're vulnerable. Yeah. You know, if you've got caught, just put your head down, do your time, and fucking get back on with it. Yeah. I, I mean, so she made a lie. She's kicked up a huge fuss. They've looked into that huge fuss that they've now realized is a bigger lie. And so she's doubled the time she's going to be banned for. Yeah. She could have been back hip-swinging <laughs> next Olympic Games. Right, exactly. That's That's about it. Um, all right, guys. We've got a couple more couple more segments here to get to. Uh, we'll start out with uh, this question. If you guys have any other questions, feel free to put them up. We can uh, either take them today or we can take them in the next episode. Uh, we had a question come up on the previous episode. This is uh, this is posted over there on the uh, the feed itself, asking about Yohimbine. Um, do we have any experience with Yohimbine? What do we think about it as a fat burner? It's effective, but only as part of a more effective plan. It's not, you know, drugs like DMP and ephedrine and clenbuterol, they can help with fat loss despite diet. Whereas your himbine will only really add to an already effective diet. I'd argue um, that, yeah, yeah, I would. Okay, you're right. I would argue that it still does take 
with clan at least you're not going to get that much like you're not going to you know no, no matter what you yeah. take even really you know what i mean if you don't have the diet right that's got to be critical you know but my point is the chemical solutions do have an element of patching over holes in a diet they can they can definitely smooth over ripples in a poor diet whereas stuff like himbine l is another one they are really effective if your diet's on point but if your diet's not on point you're really going to be wasting your money i got you i got you so it is an effective product and it's definitely a product i would recommend to use but only if you know your own point i'm a big fan of using your himbine with clen personally it's not something I've ever really looked at, so I, I will bow to your experience on that one, sir. They work differently. They're like, you know, they they work differently, so they they kind of they they work complement each other. Yeah, they complement each other. So instead of using two things that that work the same, I would rather use two mm-hmm. drugs that work in a different fashion, and oh. uh, and and then get kind of a, a third benefit. Now, from what I understand, uh, it works really good with estrogenic fat fat loss and for that reason okay. it could be really good for female disposed fat loss like in the hips and the glutes stuff like that okay. there's more of the beta 3 receptor or whatever there and uh, you know don't ask me the science but I've used it with my natural girls as well as enhanced and I have seen a decent effect I understand that it does work better have you heard this Dave that it works better with a, a carbohydrate diet versus a low carbohydrate okay yeah i've heard that before i have seen it work though with low carbs so i will say this here's one thing i will notice some real world experience some people do great with it some people do terrible with it i do terrible with it i used to do okay when i was younger anymore though it doesn't break down in my system so five hours later seven hours later i'm still getting nasty side effects and it's not fun so you can either do really good Go ahead. What sort of side effects? Elaborate. Okay. What sort of side effects? Side effects as in uh, really like feeling cold, clammy, feverish, anxiety, just feeling like a piece of shit, basically. Probably the way you feel on a reg- like a daily basis, I'm guessing. I probably feel I feel like that. <laughs> I'm giving you that one. That was, that was- in there so sweet you nailed that one <laughs> oh, ah. oh my face is turning all red I'm not even going to retort no you, you've got that nil <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> now seriously though um, now from what I understand uh, it's the P450 pathway some people will break shit down certain drugs certain compounds more easily than others so I'm a non-metabolizer, meaning that when I put that stuff in my system, it does not break down. It just sits there and it works and it works and it works and it doesn't go away. It's not fun. But surely that should make it effective. It just means it's a horrible experience. Yes, it, that's exactly what it is. So if, 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 if it doesn't break down, it's going to be active for a much longer period of time. So it's going to be more effective, but... The downside of that is you feel like absolute dog ass in the meantime. Yeah, even at low doses. So I've taken two and a half milligrams versus a bikini girl I've worked with who took like 15. And she was like, oh, yeah, I love it. It gives me a little bit more energy in the morning. You know, you feel like Dave at two and a half milligrams. Yeah. Versus, you know, a 97 pound bikini girl is taking 10, 12, you know, milligrams. And she's like, oh, yeah, this is great. So, yeah. 
I felt okay. I, I felt Elkartney worked really well in low carb situations. Oh yeah, I've never used it. I've never used it. Was really that well injectable yeah. or oral? Yeah, injectable. Okay. Or my from what we spoke about, Scott. Scott was saying that um, oral's fine. It just takes a lot longer to build up in your system. Yeah, yeah. Whereas injectable is pretty instantaneous. But yeah, I I noticed a very big difference. You stopped using in, it. I take it. Particularly. Yeah. It's, I went on holiday and ate bread and cheese for two weeks. And oh, yeah. I look like a baguette at the moment, but um, I'll probably get some more. I'm putting an order in for some IV stuff this week, so I'll probably put, get some more in and have another bash at it. But, yeah, I did find a definite increase in energy as soon as I started the old county. No kidding. No kidding. And how much mm. were you using? You were using a lot, weren't you? No. Oof, I can't remember what the dosing was now. I got a 1,000 milligrams. Um which isn't a huge amount, really, and I think I was using about 600 milligrams a day. Okay, yeah, that's that's pretty standard from what I've seen. Yeah, it's so, sort of where it needs to be, yeah. Yeah. Now, Victoria um, said she's seen results with, with lower doses, like 200, 300, that she had seen some results. I mean, I imagine you could get some results with it, that, and she's not saying personally, but just, you know, uh, people she had worked with. No, I could, I could believe that as well. I say it was... There was a noticeable difference in energy levels, literally, day to next day. Huh. Um, so I, I'd gone from being quite flat and just sort of, as you would on low carbs, as you know you do when you're low carbs, and, and literally woke up the next day having injected that evening and feeling like, oh, hello, you know what, I feel all right. No kidding, man. Huh. Injectable low carbs. I feel yeah, I, I have energy. No, I wasn't bouncing off the ceiling. Right, right. I def, definitely didn't feel like it was dragging lead around anymore. Okay, nice. We had a comment here from a, uh, a, a lady listener, lady viewer. She says, fine looking fellows. Her She's obviously talking about me. She, I think she kind of is. Her name is Mrs. Crossland. Yes. Yes. Hi, Miss Crossland. Cheers, love. <laughs> love you i heard dave was a bad driver i figured yeah i wouldn't have, i wouldn't have hung out with him in that in that camper either you would have loved it don't <laughs> lie <laughs> we have another question that came in here on the live feed um dave uh what's the risk to benefit uh choosing caber over prami strictly for prolactin control I've always thought that Caber was like the safer option, easier to deal with. I found, in all honesty, that as long as you start B6 before you start the cycle, hmm. it's super effective at managing your prolactin without ever touching Caber or Prime. Okay. But what I found is when you try and start it once you've started the cycle, it's nowhere near as effective. I don't uh, know why. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but for example, I've put people on 500 milligram of B6 prior to what was obviously going to be a heavy nandrolone cycle and everything else, and actually had to reduce the dose because their prolactin's so low. No kidding. Wait, um, don't move. Um, don't move for a minute. I'm just enjoying. Look at guys. You can see like Dave's beard is like blowing in the breeze right now. See that? It's very epic. <laughs> this is. California dreaming driving scene, you know what I mean? Exactly, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, I distracted it's, us. It's a bit warm. It's a bit, it's a bit warm over here. So I've got a fan on down below. Warm? What's warm? Warm, hot. Oh, warm. Moist. 
It's warm over here too. Warm. Yes. Warm. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I have a little fan blowing on my testicles. But it just tends to drift up. <laughs> so you're saying though that so B six before you start the cycle. Yeah, I found no before you start the cycle, if, if anything, it, it's almost oversuppressive and you have to back off a little bit. I'll be damned. Um, whereas what I've found is when you've tried to treat a problem with B6 once the cycle's ongoing, it doesn't seem to be anywhere near effective. What kind of dosing do you do with that B6? 500 a day. Okay, 500 a day. All right. 500 milligrams a day, yeah. That's not a bad, that's not a bad idea then. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like if you get away with not using Kaber, well, a, actually, Kaber is really expensive too. So if you get away with not using that, you'd be better off, right? What do you pay for Kaber over there? It well, it's hard to get first of all. So I don't know because I've honestly I've never used it. I've never needed to use it. I think I did buy it one time from a research site years back, um, but I know it's not cheap, and I know when you do get it, like. In the, it, it tends to be hard to get hold of. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. an easy drug to source. Yeah. Yeah. What I've but seen. I too, would say out of those two, I'd probably go Kaber. Okay. Yeah, I would too. Prammy, doesn't that have a lot of side effects? It can do. Yeah. Um, I mean, they both can, really. Um, I think the problem is with a lot of people is they, they're, they're too ready to jump on the stuff. It's like, oh, I'm taking Androlones. I have to add Kaber in. And quite often they end up. Over suppressing. Okay, I just got one of our listeners uh, said uh, list price on Kaber is uh, thirty six tablets for one hundred and ten dollars. That's list price. So we don't. We don't get them in that. I want to say good RX. Let me look it up here. That seems a lot, but I'm trying to think what. I think the last time I bought Cambridge, it was about 25 quid. I'm going to look at uh, good RX here while Dave... I don't know what Dave's shuffling around. I think he's getting out illegal steroids or something. I thought I had an old bottle of Cambridge kicking around, and I wanted to see how many tabs were in it, because I don't think it was 36. Yeah, it looks like for us, it's a it lot. Surprised. We can get it in tablets. So listen to this. Our dosing is... You can get uh, 0.5 milligram tablets here. And That's what we normally get. That you can either buy 4, 8, 12, 16, or 24 are your quantities. 16s. I'm sure we generally get 16s, either 8, 1 milligrams or 16.5 milligrams, and it's about 25 quid a ball. Okay. So this actually, you can get um, my best price using uh, the GoodRx app. It's just like an app where they give you coupons. My best price, you can actually get uh, 16 tablets for $38. Uh, that's, normally, that's not bad. Normally 66 So, Ooh, on yeah. sale. Yeah, not a bad deal. But yeah, it, it, go ahead. it is hard to source over here. It is not an easy drug to get over. It's real sensitive, too. So if you go to like, um, mm -hmm. you know, we have our, um, what do you call them, the, the compounding pharmacies. They don't even sell it there because they can't handle it. It has to be sold in like a... It has to be sold in it like a dark vial, and mm -hmm. you can only like whenever they sell it, it's like very specific. I think the shelf life is lower on it. It's very sensitive, so it's very light sensitive. Yeah, definitely, it's got to be stored in a dark, cold place and all that crap. Yeah, yeah and that's one of the reasons I think that it, there can be issues with it for research companies. You know, that they can break it down more easily than say some other compounds, like Prammy. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah. 
Yeah, I've never used Prammy, but I've heard <clears throat> nasty stuff about it. It seems to be a lot harsher, um, more stress on the body completely from using it, whereas Kava seems to be much more easily handled. Yeah. But yeah. to be honest, over here you'd struggle to get Prammy. Okay. You don't see it, but you don't see it very often at all. You'd have to go to like a research site. Uh, even then, you don't see it over here. All right, I'm going to go to our final segment of the day, Dave. Okay. And uh, we're going to learn how to speak some English with Dave Crossland. Well, the first thing we're going to start with is holiday. You mean vacation? No, holiday. Holiday, like Christmas, 4th of July, no. which everybody everybody celebrates 4th of July year-round. Everybody around the no. world. You go... Right? You go on holiday. Don't you guys okay, take a vacation? vacation. Wait. No, we go on holiday. But don't you take a holiday on the 4th of July to celebrate the founding of our country? No. Are you not patriotic? We should we should celebrate. We should celebrate getting rid of you fuckers to the death. Look at how fireworks to say goodbye. Yeah. Yes, yes. Let's just set fire to them. Let's just send rockets at them. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, go on, what, what have we got to learn English today? Are we? I know what we were going to talk about. We were going to talk about slang terms for the police. Yes. Oh, and we just got a comment too from Bob Brown saying, "Dave, that you look a hundred percent healthier now than you did a year ago. Congratulations." Well, that's that wouldn't be hard, really. I looked half dead a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we had uh, Phil Walker. Listener on uh, YouTube, shout out to Phil. Phil up. He says uh, the busies. What's what's the busies? Yes, that's, the busies is the police. The busies, huh? You could you could also refer to them as pigs. Pigs. We say pigs, but we weren't supposed to. But we do. We say pigs. The filth. The filth. The filth. The filth. The filth. That's a nasty one. It's like the grime. The grub. Bobby. What? Coppers. Do you say bobbies? Bobbies, coppers. We don't say coppers. We don't say bobbies. Five O. Five O. We say five O. I think you guys got that from us, from like the. Uh, yes, we, I think we did from the Americanisms of um, like stuff like Hawaii Five O. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking gangster rap, po- but yeah. The Pope, the Popo, the Popo. How about yeah. let me think if there's any of them that we have. The fuzz. The fuzz. That's like a term we used to say in the 60s, I think. Same with coppers. Yeah, yeah coppers would be like even older, like the 50s. Like a, an old gangster would be like, the coppers are here. Well, that's probably because you were still speaking English back then and you weren't speaking too much Americanese. George White throws in the feds. That's a special feds, kind of cop. Yes. Yeah. Well, you have, obviously you have federal police. Well, we don't, but we oh. refer to police as feds. Oh, okay. So we don't okay. have feds. Yeah. Huh. I suppose the most common term would be pigs. Yeah. Pigs. Yeah. That's a really nasty yeah. one too. They don't I don't think they like that when you call them that, Dave. Do they? I think they use I think they're used to it now. Probably. Um, probably. And then police cars would re- refer to as marmalade sandwiches. That's a lot of that's a mouthful of words there. Yeah, it's not something that's commonly used, but because it was a white car with a yellow stripe and then a white car, it was white bread, marmalade, white bread, so it was marmalade sandwich. Oh, we don't have the yellow. That's like a cab for us. We have black and white. Mm-hmm. Although nowadays, and then, they don't even do the black and white. They just have, like, 
non-discriminant looking sedans or SUVs that have no decals on them. And they get out and just start beating your ass. Yeah, we we have unmarked cars the same, just regular vehicles, but with a siren and light set up on. Yeah, yeah. In fact, in the Lake District or heading up towards the Lake District, going through Skipton and that way, which will mean absolutely nothing to you. Of course. But it's a popular it's a popular route for motorbikes. Okay. Um, and the obvious fun that comes with that. Okay. So they actually had a pair of Subaru Impressors all kitted up like um, street racers. Really? As police cars. As no police kidding. Cars, yeah. So they could catch the bikers speeding. Here's some other uh, terminology, slang terminology. In Australia, they're known as Blue Healer. Okay. Never heard of that. No, I've heard of Boys in Blue. Boys in Blue, sure, sure. Um, heard that um, the firm I've heard them referred to as the firm because they're the biggest gang in town. Yeah. Oh wow! So if you go to Wikipedia, uh, if you put in list of police-related slang terms, they actually have it broken down by letter. Like you go down the list, you can click like M because there's so many slang terms for police. How about uh, so? What are the what what are the American ones? I, you know what I'm trying to think if there's any that would be, let's see. So we have uh, five O. I'm re- reading the list yeah. here: Smokey, Dick, Pig, Cop, Gumshoe, the Man. Gumshoe. The Man. Yeah, I think a gumshoe that's, that's more, is what. Wouldn't the man be more of a sort of hippie '70s just term for anyone who's a governmental official? I think so. Like the man, the man's after us. Yeah. 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 They have what about in, the Men in Black? That's a, a movie, isn't it? No, no, they're real. They're real? Aliens walk upon us. I'm going to try to look for one more page. I can't think of anything. I just think of cops. That's like all I say. I guess I'm pretty boring. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what other... Oh, there you go. Sarni. There's a good English word. Sarni? Sarni, yeah. Like a siren? Sandwich. Oh, okay. Dibble. You can have butter or you can have sarni. Feds. There's the filth. I never heard of that one. The filth. That sounds like a band. We're going to see the filth on Friday night. <laughs> Front row seats. What sort of music would the filth be? Probably like some sort of, I don't know, you could get their shirt Brunch. at Hot Topic, though. It'd be like. Yeah, it'd be some grunge type stuff. I think they'd have like a little bit like the ends of their hair dyed and they'd they'd be like 14 year old girls that listen with pierced noses and stuff and they'd be shopping at Hot Topic. The filth. Popo. See, I I was more thinking of dreadlocks, but a white guy and (laughs) and grunge type band, you know, real loser guy that like you wouldn't want dating your daughter. Uh, I don't want to be so judgmental, Scott. That's just not fair. Okay. Everybody has a right, you know? Yeah. To date your daughter, though? They can have her. Give her away. <laughs> you think going to take her from you? All right. Well, listen, yeah. guys. We, uh, we can use more questions on the next episode. So if you're watching this on YouTube, then do us a favor. Leave us a comment. Uh, we're, we're getting the show back on track here. I'm here with Dave Crossland, of course. You can go to crosslands.org.uk to uh, write some nasty emails to him. Um, yes. If you have any feedback for the show. Scott's, 
discuss very Scott's very poor and annoying interviewing technique and his poor editing as well. If you want, yeah, I. That's uh, all. Yeah, Dave wrote some feedback in the last episode, which I much appreciated. Uh, thanks, Dave. <laughs> it wasn't me. It um, wasn't me. If you guys do have any questions, though, for real, post them up. You know, post them up wherever. We'll get to them at the next episode. Any slang terms? And thanks for everybody who's been posting us up uh, some some drugs in the news stuff. But for another episode of Drugs and Stuff with Dave Crossland, I'm Scott McNally. Guys, hit the like button if you haven't subscribed yet. Do us a favor, hit that button as well. Hit just hit buttons. Start hitting a bunch of buttons, and we'll see you next time.